We are joined once again by Quincy uh, School Committee Vice Chair Frank Santoro to give us a little update on what's happening within the Quincy Public Schools. Great to see you again, Frank. Nice to see you, Jones. Happy New Year. Yes, Luna New Year. That's right. Yes, yeah. yes, lots yeah. going on. There are, and you know, my affiliation with Quincy Asian Resource uh, is also helping uh, as we combine efforts with the school system as well as uh, Quincy Asian Resources. Uh, I know a it's, lot it's, of students are involved in the celebration, mm -hmm. uh, the year of the rabbit, right? It's February 5th at yes. North Quincy High School. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of kids volunteer, mm -hmm. um, I know. An interesting statistic that you shared with me just before we yeah, started talking Yeah, 30, 39% of our students are uh, of Asian uh, descent. Yeah. Uh, surpasses Caucasians, uh, I think, for the first time in the history of the city. Wow. It kind yeah. of mirrors the overall population in correct. Quincy, right? That's About correct. About 30, 35% yeah. of the, yeah. the city's population mm -hmm. is of Asian descent. And Quincy Asian Resources has been very helpful to the school system as uh, people get used to a new environment. That's great. Ad adults as well. Yeah. So. I know you have a personal uh, goal to maybe uh, have a new holiday. Yeah, I'm seeking some <laughs> other school committee members to go along with me, yeah. although I don't know if that can happen. But I would love to say that uh, the school system values uh, that community by giving Lunar New Year a day off. Wow. But um, I don't think they'll hold people accountable for that day anyway, but it would be a good message if we did do that. Well, I know it is the largest celebration uh, in the Asian community. Yes. Right? Not, just, uh, not just Chinese, but Korean, Vietnamese. That's correct. Um, Japanese, I know. Yeah. So it, it's big. Yeah. yeah, and it would be nice. So maybe someday. Maybe someday. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you'll start something right here, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about what is happening, though. Sure. Not pie in the sky stuff. Yeah. Real stuff. Well, yeah. the hot topics, obviously, uh, in the school system are negotiations. Yes. Uh, we're negotiating with all our unions. Uh, a few have settled, not many. Um, but, you know, our people work very hard in the school system, and they, uh, they deserve all that they can get. I mean, especially through the pandemic, people came through like heroes, uh, uh, teachers as well as everybody else. Mm. And, uh, but we also have to remember that uh, as school committee people, we also represent the taxpayers. Uh, although the school department is the largest piece of pie in the city budget, um, we can only do so much because uh, we only have so much. So uh, we're trying to create the best possible um, contracts for all our unions, including our teachers. Uh, we have another session scheduled for the 30th, and hopefully uh, things will work out <coughs> in a give-and-take process. Yeah. And uh, uh, we're looking forward to negotiating again. Yeah, I know you can't talk publicly about the actual no. terms, um, but members of the union came to the last school committee meeting and sounded optimistic that you were getting close. Yes, uh, we're getting close. Yeah. And uh, I welcome the public to, if they want to see the current contract, that's mm -hmm. public information. Yes. It's on the city website under human resources, and take a look and see what people get. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know it, it expired at the end of August. However, it's being um, uh, prolonged until the new contract um, is reached. Correct, yeah. correct. Okay. And hopefully uh, we reach that settlement soon. Good, look forward to that. Yeah. All right. Another hot, another hot topic yes. uh, recent is uh, cell phone policy. Yes. We've uh, just come to an agreement at our last meeting to vote on a new policy, which uh, requires all cell phones to be off during class time. Uh, the students still have the option of using them in the hallway or in cafeteria, but um, that's where we are with that. They can become very disruptive. We've, mm -hmm. we've had surveys go out to our uh, staff, and um, that's what we've came. I think it's a good resolution. Penalties for those that do not abide by the new rule include uh, taking them 
giving them back to parents if, if that need be, if it goes to a second offense. And then actually excluding a cell phone, I believe it goes to the third offense. But hopefully uh, the teachers don't have to give up a lot of their day dealing with cell phones. Right, yeah. <laughs> because I know when I was principal, it took a big part of the day, and that yes. was in 2013. Not so that long ago. Yeah, yeah. not, well, today. It's, well, uh, 10 years uh, now. Yeah, yeah, 10 years true, now. Yeah. And uh, people get attached to that, that instrument, yeah. and uh, it becomes um, very interruptive during the class. Well, this is a win for you, I know, because you and I talked about this probably almost a year ago when yeah. you wanted to yeah. institute it. This is at the high school level now, right? High school, yeah. yeah. And uh, middle schools and elementaries are pretty much the same where there they're really aren't any issues where they're not visible during the day anyway. So. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. Mostly the high school. I know there was concern that it might <clears throat> um, it might result in maybe some confrontations between teachers and students. Yeah, we don't want that to happen. Right. I mean, if there is that confrontation, uh, the teachers can always call down to the office okay. and uh, have right. somebody uh, uh, create a resolution to the problem because you don't want them to get involved with taking a cell phone. Right. Yep. That's uh, you don't want to have to deal with that. Right. No personal mm. confrontations. No. Yeah. I mean, if there's a policy in mm. place, you can deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations on the win, yeah, then. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I think it's a win for everybody. So. Yeah. Uh, probably the kids, too. Yeah, most, the kids most too. of them would think, yeah. you know, let's just focus on what we're doing yeah. here and uh, we can, you know, turn that right. on after class. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Speaking of surveys, we also had a vocal survey where uh, students were surveyed about how they felt about their school. Mm -hmm in a number of different categories and uh, we've dealt with the uh, conclusion of the survey and and uh, putting in place some things that I think will uh, keep people, students especially, happy in understanding that the school building is theirs and people are there to listen and um, I think the survey uh, created some good uh, results as a reason as a result of taking them. Okay, what kind of things were they asked? Well, for? The, everything that had to do with uh, the normal day, you know, oh. do teachers listen to you, uh, are, you know, uh, do you feel comfortable? Uh, do, uh, do you feel threatened? Mm. <clears throat> there were a lot of questions on there that mm -hmm. really got personal in terms of uh, how they felt about their own school. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and the school system has instituted a number of different things during the day where kids have the liberty to sit and talk about things that bother them. Mm. And that's a, probably the biggest resolution. Okay. Were the teachers surveyed as well? Yeah. In, yeah. In the beginning, I think, uh, not according to the vocal survey that the students took, but in the beginning, I think their voices were heard. Uh, as we went through a process, after that incident where kids actually walked out and felt as though that they weren't listened to, I think uh, everybody came to some agreement as assemblies were made mm -hmm. and people's feelings were heard, mm -hmm. especially teachers during teacher meetings. I think uh, we've come to some good resolutions. Okay, well that yeah. was one of the kind of, I don't want to say demands, but one of the concerns that the yeah. kids raised, right, yeah. was that their their yeah. concerns weren't being As heard. long as they know that they have a process yeah. uh, to change things. Um, I was always a firm believer while I was a principal at Quincy High to make sure that the students felt as though they had assemblies run by students, mm -hmm. agendas created by students, mm -hmm so that they knew that they could change something given the right process of going up through their student government. Okay. Even had a student council president's office next to mine. Where, okay. Uh, the door was always open to them and their ideas. All right. Yeah. Have there been any major changes, um, you know, <clears throat> since those policies were instituted? I think um, uh, as the teachers create their classroom environments, mm -hmm. they have these circles where kids can actually express things that are bothers them within their classrooms. Mm. And I know that the student councils are becoming very active in right. the principals listening. We have two great principals at our high schools. 
um, Dan Gilbert has uh, he traveled from Broadmeadows yes. um, um, uh, as well as Keith Ford at Quincy yep. High School and both of them are well respected by the student and parent community. Seeing as you brought it up, um, let's talk a little bit about the incident at, at Quincy High with yeah. Principal Ford uh, and what has happened after that. Yeah, I, other than the fact that um, uh, there were some issues <coughs> in the bathroom, but the, you know, Joe, there's always been issues in the bathrooms <laughs> and what people write on the walls mm -hmm. in the bathrooms. And you know, for years I, I've always said that there's a number of kids that come to your high school where academics may not be their primary focus. They could be kids who have never passed a subject. Mm. You can't be 16 years of age in the eighth grade and drive your car to the eighth grade uh, middle school. Right. And they know that they can move on. Okay. And sometimes you have a group of people who pr probably haven't passed much since they've been in school and know that they're not there for other than social reasons. And they cause a lot of controversy in their first year hmm. at high school, whether it be in the bathrooms, in the hallways, et cetera. We need to capture those kids and create an environment where they're listened to, create a program for them. It's something I've always wanted to do. I did do when I was at Quincy High. Mm -hmm. I would love to see it reinstituted where those kids are grabbed and um, you create something that, so that they can feel success as they walk in. I and see. you can identify who they are in the eighth grade. Is that right? Oh, sure. Okay. If you speak to the eighth grade guidance counselors, they'll probably give you a good clue as to who those people are. All right. And you, and you get those kids and show them that they can be successful in school. And given the right support, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's something that probably would alleviate a lot of those bathroom issues hmm. with okay. people right on the wall. All right. So does Principal Ford kind of <coughs> see that? I'm sure, I'm sure he has. Taking that uh, into account? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I haven't heard a lot uh, about how he reacted yeah, to that. Yeah, but I would love to see this, uh, us as a school committee come yeah. up with a special oh, program for okay. these kids at both our high schools um, mm. for them to feel as though they have the support, a nurtured environment mm. where they become very successful. Okay. Yeah. Uh, since we last talked, the schools now have a um, director of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Kim Conley. Yeah who was a new addition to our program. We just listened to her presentation at our last school committee meeting. Uh, each of the directors come in with a school improvement plan uh, pre presentation, and uh, she's right on top of it. Uh, the big thing is to make sure that we can attract a staff that is a reflection of our student body. Yep. It's not easy to do right. because they don't exist. Uh, on a regular basis. You would hope that resumes would come in, and Kim is really searching out ways to do that. Okay. And once they are here, to make them feel very uh, accepted and welcomed so that they stay. Yes. And we would love to have more Asian teachers, more teachers of color, uh, and certainly administrators in those same capacity. Um, and we'll get there. And Kim's working very hard at making sure that that happens. Yeah, it's a challenge not only here in Quincy, yeah. right? But it's it's across oh, the country. Oh, it's a challenge yeah. everywhere. That's so why it's so hard to find them. Right. Yeah, we're we're up against other school systems doing the same thing. Sure. So, um, is there still a problem with school bus drivers, Frank? We need bus drivers. We do still. Yeah, oh okay. yes, we need them. Um, we've gone to our custodial staff, mm. uh, police, fire. We're asking mm -hmm. uh, if anybody wants to be a bus driver to let us know, because. Uh, you know, we're in demand of someone to drive a bus. Yeah. And we're willing to teach. I was just going to say, you'll yeah. train them. Yeah. We'll train them, which is a great license to have. Yes. So. Right. It is transferable, although you'd like them to stay in Quincy, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, and some electric buses <coughs> might be coming to Quincy. Yeah, soon. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, our grant has uh, been written, and hopefully yes. uh, we'll uh, see the results of that. Okay. Yeah. So they could get to drive an electric bus yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they wanted to come to Quincy. Right. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Um, how is the assessment of learning loss due to the pandemic going? Yeah. Well, obviously, uh, our MCAS results yes. uh, are coming in. Yep. Uh, each school gave a um, school improvement plan presentation, most of which is based on those MCAS scores as yep. they come in. And there has been a dip, yep. but uh, that's to be expected, as it is everywhere. <clears throat> you have kids coming to school that haven't been to school in a few years right. together as a group, learning in a different way. And um, I think as we go along, things will get better okay. as uh, people get back in, uh, into the swing of things. But uh, we were talking earlier about uh, possibly if there is a snow day, <laughs> maybe, maybe if the state gives us approval, we can... Uh, we can Zoom. They're certainly used to Zooming in right. and not miss a, a school day. No more snow days. Right? No more snow days. Well, we'll see. We're not there yet, no, but right. it could be coming. Yeah. Well, technically, it's certainly possible. We've already proved that. Yeah, that's um, right. It's just bureaucratically, that's is it correct. possible? Yeah. yeah. That's okay. correct. We'll wait and see so, on that for sure. Yeah, so I'm trying to think of some other things that are, uh, other than the administrative changes, mm -hmm. I think um, up ahead we have uh, the De Cristofaro and the Squanum School. Yes. Hopefully, uh, we'll be open soon. To Cristofaro building as they work on it. Um, uh, we're hoping for, uh, I think, uh, September 24 opening as it goes along. That's the latest assessment, yeah. yeah. Which will help because it frees up a lot of uh, space mm. that is being used that we need. There are some schools that are uh, still <clears throat> have too many children in. Is that right? Um, creating the necessity of that fifth grade to go over to a point from. Um, the uh, Marshall. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we can resolve some of those issues by more space. <clears throat> um, in the Squantum School, uh, we've met uh, a few times. The uh, planning committee, the site siting committee has met a few times. And that's, uh, the process has been approved as we go along. And looking forward to that uh, project starting. Okay. And I know <clears throat> down the road, uh, the mayor is hoping to one day have a new elementary school West Quincy, the old St. Mary's yeah, property. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, that would be a good idea. I don't know if he's talking about a complete renovation, a knockdown, or, right. but it's something that um, I'm sure that the uh, mayor's office is uh, pursuing via the right state approval program. Exactly, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's further down the road. Squantum mm -hmm. is first on the list, I yeah. know. Yeah. What's going yeah. on? We've been pretty lucky uh, when you think about the buildings that have been uh, approved by the state to mm -hmm. get the funding. I mean, other than Quincy High, Central, uh, now Squantum. And, uh, Southwest Middle School. Yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, the remake of Point. I mean, yes. that was a big expense. So yeah. happy to see them get a, a playground. An actual field, yeah, right? A little bit field. of field, yeah. Yeah, the John Mariano uh, field uh, <laughs> will be dedicated after private John Mariano. Um, that would be a nice thing, too. Very nice. They've got yeah. received a, a grant, too, um, for the athletic equipment, $20,000. Yes, $20, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so good to see, yeah. We're, we're lucky to have a lot of partners uh, that are providing funding uh, for our school system. The mini-grant process uh, th through Keith Segala's office, mm -hmm. a lot of businesses are contributing money. A lot of individuals are contributing money. <clears throat> We've got a few this week. I, I saw um, we had um, Sandy Roundville, 50 tickets to see the Christmas Carol up at the North Shore uh, <clears throat> facility. Randy Wolf Trust, $14,000 for the music program. Mm. Uh, the Elks, 700 dictionaries for grade three as well as the high school scholarships that they always do. Yep. Geico Insurance is the uh, 20000 for the uh, sporting equipment. Quincy Rotary, 3400 for Mother Bruce, 
for each a book for each first grader and the mass capital skills grant of 145,000 for our career and vocational program okay. so great people giving to our school system and um, uh, we're very happy for it too. Speaking of the vocational program, <coughs> um, how's the tiny house construction project yeah, going? Yeah, I think yeah. it's coming along pretty good. Okay. I saw pictures of it. Uh, I went to the opening oh. when they when they first started. Yes, and uh, that's a great project for kids and businesses to come together in a joint venture to show um, show kids that um, it's a a, um, a joint partnership to create something, and the business is willing to do it as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, let's talk a little bit about. Efforts coming up in the future um, in the Quincy yeah. Public Schools, yeah. Yeah, well, I, um, uh, those two building projects are probably yes. the, uh, the two biggest. I will say the events in general, as we talk about things that have happened, we've just concluded our, our uh, fall athletic program, mm -hmm. with 26 of our athletes being recognized by the Globe for their academic and athletic uh, skills. Um, we've got our winter sports program. <laughs> in action now as we talk about thousands of our kids participating in winter sports um, we completed I don't know if you saw tis the season mm -hmm. uh, another great uh, opportunity to celebrate the uh, the uh, winter holiday in the, in the holiday fe uh, festivities Peter Pan I uh, saw Peter Pan at Central uh, our schools are now becoming uh, pretty good at creating plays and musicals mm. as well as all the winter concerts that happened um, both our high schools are uh, in the process of having a STEM fair. Yes. Uh, we need judges. Okay. So that's coming up uh, in the next month, February 9th, I think. Okay. February 7th and 9th. So if you want to be a judge, we need you at the high school level to judge that science fair. Um, those are pretty much the things that are on the burner. Our subcommittees are all in action, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. talking about what's to come in the future as they each have a list of events that we need to talk about before we put it before a full school, uh, school committee. Right, yeah, obviously that's the process that it yeah. goes through, yeah. So um, there is a measure on Beacon Hill um, to provide school lunch for free for all public school students. You know, students. we've been doing that. Yeah. Um, I don't see why we can't. You know, I've always said, for the amount of money it takes for the paperwork <laughs> to be done at the state level, we probably could just give the kids a free lunch. Right. And uh, that would be a great opportunity. For some families, you know, these are the, the only time that they get a good meal at the school, especially breakfast. Yes. You know? Well, so. I mean, thousands, <coughs> hundreds of thousands of meals were distributed for free when, when, when yeah. school was shut down. That's correct. In the pandemic. Yeah. And it went we were sending food home. Very smoothly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So when I read the bill, I said, yeah. <laughs> Quincy's way ahead of the curve yeah. on this It would one. be a great thing yeah. to continue. And uh, it would probably help our foods program director <laughs> to deal with all the paperwork that they have to deal with to make it so kids are eligible. Yes. <coughs> Excuse sure. me. Yeah. <coughs> um, going forward, um, graduation won't be won't be that far off. You know. No. <coughs> right around the corner. Yes. Talk about some of the things that the kids have been recognized for. Yes. Especially the seniors. We've had uh, 13 National Merit Scholars named. Uh, we've had 210 kids receive the John and Abigail Adams Scholarship, which is the top 25% of the MCAS scores in the state. Mm. It, uh, that's not bad for a senior class at both our high schools. Our North Quincy High School Quiz Bowl team is uh, yes. in action again, yes. as they've been very successful in that. Yep. And I don't know if you've seen the band, Joe, but the band is quite a thing to see. They've really come a long way. Yes, I have they've seen They've come them. a long way yes. with a lot of kids, yes. too. 
over 100 kids participating, and uh, they're receiving awards all over the place. Mm -hmm. The uh, MICCA uh, has given them award. We have two students. We have Yu Fan Mei for her f uh, for the French horn, as well as uh, Fanny Yang for her bassoon uh, performances, getting recognized from that band. Um, we have uh, some administrators being recognized oh, really? as well. Yeah, Mara Papil by the uh, oh. Department of El Elementary and Secondary Education for her work in social, emotional, and, and um, mental health awareness oh. and well-being. She's been recognized by the state for all that she's doing. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, as well as uh, Kevin Mahoney, our athletic director, yes. being recognized for his um, expertise as an athletic director. Yeah. Which is not easy to do two high schools at, at once. The, at once, right. Yeah. He, he is it now, yeah. right. So good for them. Yeah. So a lot of recognition with students and staff. No, what we haven't talked about that um, we should is the collaboration Quincy Public Schools with Quincy College. Yeah. You know, and um, how that works. Yeah. Prior to the early college experience, we were doing something called um, dual enrollment, mm -hmm. where our kids at both our high schools could enroll in college courses and get credit for them as they sat in their high school setting. Right. It would mean taking less of uh, electives at the high schools to get those, squeeze those courses in during the day, which was very popular. And um, thanks to Dr. Cristofaro and the staff over at the college, uh, Megan Cassidy, uh, for example, in particular, created early college, which we tried to identify kids who normally wouldn't go and create the support where they feel successful in attempting a college and then providing a free tuition right, for them when right. they got there. Yeah. Or transfer those credits to any college anywhere, saving them a first semester of expenses. It's huge, yeah. It's, it's really a great program. And, uh, you know, I spoke earlier of those kids that uh, come into high school not feeling success. This is a perfect opportunity for these kids to get the support they need yes. to show that they can go to college as well. And uh, this is a great venture. We're now tying into other school systems mm -hmm. because they want to do the same thing. So this is a great idea. Yeah, it's, it really does develop um, what could be a career path for a student. Uh, there are now two four-year programs at Quincy right. College. A third. Uh, and a third one is coming. A third and one is coming. Right. And, um, we're actually reaching out to the other uh, junior colleges, and those kids are coming back into Quincy College to finish their last two years. Oh, interesting. Okay. The athletic program or the college is going as well. It's grown is really growing. Yeah. Thanks to athletic director Mr. Raymond. Jack Raymer, Yeah. Yeah. So. So we got a hockey program, a bas a successful basketball program. Hmm. So they just beat last week the n number eleven ranked team in the country. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, things are going well with the the partnership with the college. And the high schools, a great thing. And thanks to Dr. Christopher for spotting those things and, yeah. and tying them in. Yeah. Back to the um, the early education center for a minute, Frank. Do you know about how many students will be attending classes at that uh, center? We're hoping. That, uh, I'm, I'm hearing numbers. We hope. Uh, I'm not quite sure of the All number. Right. I don't want to throw a number out there. There okay. is a uh, breakfast celebration for them coming up oh. at the uh, Marriott. Uh, to invite the students that are in that program as well as the staff to talk about the uh, success of the program. Okay, all yeah. right. Well, so, well, fortunately... Could, there are hundreds. I mean, there are oh, hundreds it'll be, of... I was yeah, going to yeah. say about 150 at yeah. least, maybe more. Yeah. yeah. Um, but fortunately, the <laughs> Aaron Perkins, the, the vice superintendent, is 
former special education director, so yeah. she knows she knows what's oh, going on. Oh, she knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's uh, she's very knowledgeable. Yes, uh, as is her sister. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because uh, as we talked about the program that I had at the high school for those kids that were coming in, uh, her sister Sue has uh, was heading that program and led those kids to college experiences yeah. as. Uh, as both of them are very uh, valuable to our school system, yeah. as was the Creedon family. And I know so. um, the mayor's looking forward to the uh, financial savings that that will ben benefit the city as well. Yeah, we spend so much money with uh, private uh, schools yes. that uh, now I think the parents will be very happy that their kids don't have to sit on their bus on a bus for hours. And uh, the city, I know, will be very happy that they don't have to spend the eighty to $100,000 tuition it costs to get those kids in the building. Absolutely, so. yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else coming up we should talk about? No, I think I think we've covered a lot and we have, uh, indeed, yeah. we have a lot of work to go and hopefully our negotiations sessions with all our unions mm -hmm. will be successful in the next couple of weeks and yeah. uh, we move on. You encourage um, parents, uh, the public, to reach out to the school committee? Our, we're back in public, so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. our open forum is there. If you uh, would like to speak on any issue, please come to us. We have a meeting. Uh, you can check out the schedule on, on uh, online as to when our meetings are, but we certainly invite our parents, all the groups that, uh, whether it be citywide, uh, our, our special ed parent group, our ESL parent group, please come and speak to us. We're open. Absolutely, and we're yeah. pleased here at QATV to carry uh, the meetings uh, and the yeah. subcommittee meetings as well. Yeah. So folks can uh, check and them out. And thank you to QATV for, for doing that as well. And thank you for coming over, Frank. Anytime. Left up another update maybe before the end of the school year. We'd love to do that. All right. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching us here at AM Quincy. I'm Joe Catalano. Please join us again next time.